0: Gamers of the internet I don't know what we should call Our like three fans yet But what's going on Movie watchers what's going on You bad bitches Yeah I kind of like bad bitches We'll figure it out later you guys Put it it in the comments below What's going on you bunch of bad bitches I'm depression and I'm anxiety Welcome back today you're going to kill yourself You're making A Pacific Rim anime Yeah I watched the trailer. I'm so wild. It's amazing. You have no idea, friggin' goodness, and they're making a Netflix anime of Godzilla, and they're both gonna be on Netflix. It's so what a great time to be alive, you know? That's exciting, yeah. Oh gosh, you don't even care about kaiju. You freaking I fake do. I just or fake your fraud. Oh my gosh, coward. it's your movie. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't, don't have the I'm emotional fraud. ties. That Dude, you I, I love it.
1: Like I, I appreciate it I just am not like I, still I like anime as much as the next man. What is this the corn dog? Yeah. From last time. Yeah. Why the
0: freak is the corn dog still here? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's on your side. But oh yeah. freak! You're it's right. It's your fault. I know we were talking about Beatles albums earlier, bro. Like, mine. is there a bad one?
1: Is I mean, is there? Well, not. Sorry, not. No, there's not. Obviously. Mm. The question that I was really gonna say is: Is there a least good one? What is the worst one?
0: I don't know. Because like I mean,
1: the lowest one's got to be like an eight.
0: Yeah. Maybe like an Probably even, maybe a nine. Yeah. But maybe. Freaking eight. They're all just so groundbreaking and good. And even when you don't like one, it's obvious that it's just like amazing. Yeah. You know, like I'm I'm not partial to Beatles for sale, but at the same time, it's like it's Beatles for sale. What can I say bad about it? It's good,
1: man. It's good. So I'm stick by my rubber sole. That's my... Yeah.
0: His favorite, not it's his least favorite, favorite. guys. <laughs> that's a yeah. Chill, it's fine. I I
1: don't even want to say a least favorite because I just they all make me so happy. Yeah, because that's yeah. the
0: thing. It's like it's like Stan, Every Stanley Kubrick has his eyes wide shut. You know, every Marvel has his Marvel. But yeah, my Stop. <laughs> Should we t- should we address the Marvel movies in the room maybe? Well, more Marvel what Marvel movies? Do you know, what do you think about Marvel movies in general? With everything, bro, I don't know. You don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to think about it. Are you excited for, still, for Phase I Five? I still
1: haven't even seen Endgame, dude. Oh yeah, that's true. Like I I know I have to put in mental energy to to watch it. Mm-hmm. Like it's not a movie that you just kind of like casually put in. Mm-hmm. So. I'm trying to dedicate my mind to like doing it but I just haven't found a time that I wanna do that yet. Yeah. And I kinda wanna go and watch all of them again before I do that.
0: I don't know. But then like when the frick are we, two struggling college homies, gonna find time no to rewatch freaking
1: I don't Avengers. I don't really want to at the same time. I almost yeah. just wanna like that sounds bad, but like I just I wanna I have so many other movies on the list that I want to watch mm-hmm. that I just don't feel like that one's a priority right now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's like with those with the movies Who's we're excited to... for. Yeah,
0: they're movies that we know. Okay, this will be something that I'll get a different experience out of. It'll be something weird, maybe. But yeah, with a Marvel movie, you know exactly what you're going to get. You're going to be like, that's that was, that was a good time. Anyway, so I got this class later, and like, even when they're great, like, what, what do you think are your favorite Guardians of the Galaxy movies in this de- What? I mean, what are your favorite <laughs> Marvel movies? Ah, it slips. Ah. <laughs> For it you, already, it's gotta be that or Thor Ragnarok, yeah. or, or Spider-Man. Those, I really liked Homecoming. I did like Homecoming. Not as much the other one. Those movies actually feel like they're made by people, and not just made by Marvel, you know? Yeah. Like, well... Stop with the likes, Taika Waititi, man.
1: That's have that's seen... just, that's the one word an- an- one name answer for oh, for
0: have those. Have you seen what we do in the shadows yet? I
1: have not yet. I need to. You know what it's else so I need to good. see
0: is freaking what what do you call it for the village pe- hunt for the village people hunt for the wilder pe- wilder people. people the village people the village. <laughs> 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 it's <those same>
1: <laughs> so we can have village people in the
0: band. But so we cowboys vis- village people. So What's gay about this? So what are we, so what are we some kind of village people? <laughs> I'm actually excited <laughs> for James these? Gunn. You know James Gunn's making the Suicide yeah. Squad. Yeah, what are we? Some kind of James Gunn Suicide Squad? It's called The Suicide Squad.
1: So these? He's going to be he's going to say Oh, that's a flex. Yeah. To like to name like, it the Suicide
0: Squad. And he's like, "Yeah, you know, what w- what we're working on is making it kind of a reboot, like kind of a sequel, we're not really going to acknowledge." So basically what he's saying is yeah, we need to do over. That last one was really, really bad. Sorry. And it's just too good of an idea to like,
1: ah, oh, to cast into the shadows. You know, how I feel like the idea of that. Like, I remember going into Suicide Squad, and I was like so excited. Mm-hmm. It's like this is a movie where it's only villains. That's mm-hmm. kind of cool. And like they're kind of doing something good, mm-hmm. but like they're like not they're for vill- noble you know, reasons. Not for noble reasons because they have to, and it's just kind of. But they like do it anyway, and it's kind of bad. Eh? Yeah. Like, that's cool because we don't get to see them in that light or, like, even give them that much screen time. So, like, it was it was cool. But then, oh, my gosh. I saw it. Not to mention I went to the friggin' drive-in and there was – I went with one of my friends. It was me and he invited – my friend invited my sister and me and his girlfriend. And we sat in the car and we just watched. And they were on top of the car just, like, friggin'. No, Mm -hmm. no, they were just kissing like passionate. But they were doing that the whole... And we could hear them like... On the roof. Goodness gracious. Stop! And so I'm watching stupid... It was that and the freaking new Tarzan movie. What? Did anyone watch it? It was a double feature, man. And I watched both of those movies and I was like, both of these are absolute shit. (laughs) And I am so... My disappointment is immeasurable and my day is ruined. And I was just so sad because like not only it was just like... Me and my sister are sitting there like, oh my gosh. Like, dude, should we
0: start kissing? Should we or... start? <laughs> Sweet home.
1: No, um, but it was like, uh, it was just sad. And I was just like, you know. I always had this. Things.
0: I had this idea for Suicide Squad of like, the idea of, okay, yeah, you have to do this thing. Otherwise, we're going to kill you. So like these. It's like the Hunger Games. We got the necklace.
1: We'll just kill you with with the necklace. We could think. we
0: could jump right into. The I was gonna do a str- I was gonna do a subtle transition. I know Damian. you were okay. You I'm sorry, <laughs> <clears throat> Sam. Okay. Sam, cut this out. But I had this idea of like villains reluctantly doing good and doing it in a way that's like, yeah, we don't really care. Like, oh, we saved this guy. Oh, your leg is broken. Better cut it off. You know, like <laughs> stupid, like. What the frick are you doing? It's like, dude, we're villains. What did you expect? Bro, it's all about Captain Boomer. We're bad guys. It's what we do. Yeah! (laughs) And just the idea of, like, the government being like, yeah, we know you're completely expendable, so here's this thing. If you win, we'll take all the credit. If you lose, you'll die, and no one cares because you're villains. But you know what? But instead, we got, oh, we need a team to protect the Suicide Squad. Why? Well, because they're the Suicide Squad. If Superman, because they're the in, Suicide Squad. If they, Superman goes in the White House, tries to kill the president, who's gonna stop him? You're right. Freaking uh, Killer Croc and Harley Quinn. <laughs> Freaking Slipknot. You know, everyone everyone jokes about Harley <laughs> Quinn, but what about Slipknot, the man who can climb anything? <laughs> Why is his name Slipknot? <sighs> Because, because there's no type of, of climbing. And there's no knots. Well, it's a type of climbing knot. It's the comic book. He you doesn't use
1: it. him. He just climbs.
0: Yep. What's he going to do against Superman? He's going to climb him? <laughs> Amy Adams does that every weekend. Who cares? Doesn't mean she a, should be in the Suicide Squad. I'm a simp for Captain Boomerang. <laughs> oh, my, gosh. my god! That's oh my guy.
1: That's who my I'm now. I freaking...
0: There's only one part <laughs> of the entire movie that I'm like, that's pretty funny. And, like, that's epic. It's epic. (laughs) They're having the breakfast club conversation in the bar for no reason. And they're like, I got a wife and kid back home. And he's like, oh, my wife and kid is a witch. And then he, like, smashes the phone and he's like, you guys are good to go. And the Captain Boomerang freaking grabs his drink and runs out. If, like, I know Ralph the Movie Maker already said this, but if that was the last time we saw him in the whole movie, that would be hilarious. He's just like, all right, I'm out. He's just like... And then you you just never see him again, you never see him. He shows up in the Flash movie like <laughs> ten years later, that would be legendary. But instead, it's not. But what it looks like with the new Suicide Squad, is there's like thirty main characters, and James Gunn is like, yeah, these characters are pretty cool, right? Don't get attached to them. And it's like,
1: watch huh? it huh? just be like that one scene in Deadpool where they all just like die, yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah. Two minutes. Oh, and
0: all the villains are so stupid. Like, you have Deadshot, and it's like, mm. okay, all right. You got Harley Quinn, and it's like, makes sense. And then you have King Shark. What? <laughs> and King Shark is voiced by freaking with TT and he's really <laughs> oh, just a shark I'm, man. I'm King Shark. I'm King Shark, yeah. I'm King Shark. That's how so I like, swim in the ocean. Uh, oh, shoot. Harley, you on your period? I smell something a bit fishy. <laughs> that's a bit of a joke. You don't have to worry about it. Seriously. though, That's a bit of a joke. It. Some I mean, rock joke there. <laughs> I I <laughs> would love that, but I don't know if that's true. It might be fake news. Sam, future me editing. Put it up. Am I am I right? <laughs> am I right? Am I, right? Am Who's I wrong?
1: Who's playing Deadshot in this? Is it they bring back Will Smith again? No, he
0: was like, no, nah, I'm not doing it. Good. So, th- it's Idris Elba. Huh? The Who's colonel from Pacific Rim. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Which, yeah, yeah. I freaking love that dude. If he was the next James Bond, I'd be like,
1: okay. Wait, you mean Nick Fury?
0: Yeah, fake Nick Fury. Fake Nick Fury, guys. Yeah. Damn. He's actually a good actor, too. He's just in Pacific Rim. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, yeah, and he looks the part. Like, that dude literally looks like he could smash my head between his freaking pecs. He's ripped. And I would let him do it. Like, I was his Iris Elba? Idris Inba. Idris. Where but I from? didn't even finish what? listing him, dude. You know who Idris else we Inba. got? What? We got Polka Dot Man. No, are you serious? Yeah. And like that's what <laughs> I want. Like imagine them just being like, "Yeah, we need an army, but we don't want to waste people. Let's just throw a bunch of villains out. If you live, sweet, you get parole. If not, we don't care, literally at all." So here's freaking polka dot man. John Cena's in it. He's a character called. He's the, not, he he is. Does. He's it's a amazing. character called the Peacemaker, who's basically just like, I am a hero, but not really. Where he'll like you know stab someone in the neck for jaywalking or something like, crime oh is bad. Oh my gosh. Let me look up the cast. Hold on. That's that's awesome. I'm so glad. Oh, Taika Waititi's part is not yet known. Although if he is... Oh, and Sylvester Stallone's gonna be in it. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah. Rick Flagg, he was in the original. Oh. Oh, Idris Elba isn't Deadshot. He's Bloodsport.
1: What the freak is Bloodsport?
0: Um, Why don't they just use Deadshot? Pete Davidson is going to be Why don't they just it? use Deadshot? Hold on. Because because they're like, oh, well, Will Smith is technically Deadshot, and we don't want to him. They're not going to, like, unlike... And it's like, dude, you rebooted Joker, like, nine times in one universe. What are you talking about? But, ugh, freak. What? Oh. Captain Boomerang's coming back. Heck yeah. The same actor? Yeah. Yeah! <laughs> Woo! Okay, Bro, that's freaking, peeking the mic. I, I'm sorry. Hello, guys, and welcome to Stop. my. Stop! Freaking weasel. Just weasel? Just weasel. He's a weasel. He's yeah. a giant weasel, man. Freaking Safe. the thinker. <laughs> the javelin. Like the freaking the
1: thinker from, from Night at the Museum? I don't even know. I hope so.
0: But from the character designs, they all look so stupid like they have stupid costumes but the fact that it's ironic is so good. yeah how rat catcher is one of them <laughs> i'm so excited for this rat catcher. like <laughs> polka dot man i'm so happy <laughs> polka dot. how freaking hot and he's what? like yeah it's gonna be rated r it's gonna be kind of like a nam movie what does polka dot man do it has to be rated r of course that's yeah. awesome that's the only way oh to oh my that, gosh movie. Oh my god, I'm so excited for it. it. Literally, amazing. oh gosh. Because it's, it's a person making it, it's not a studio. And people are like, dude, David Ayer actually made a really good movie, but D- D- DC just cut it down. It's like, no, he didn't. No, no, he, I promise you, he didn't. I promise you, he didn't. People think the Snyder cut's going to be <sighs> good, was, too. She was his queen. Oh my gosh. <laughs> god help anyone who disrespected his queen. <laughs> I love those with, like, freaking Linguini from Ratatouille. (laughs) Oh, my God. I freaking love those memes. Oh, my God. Oh, real talk, though. Are we going to watch and talk about the Snyder Cut of Justice League when it comes out? Yeah. Because it's like this March.
1: I I watched the OG, and
0: holy shoot... That was a nightmare. <sighs> I watched it. Oh my God! Actually, I watched a midnight premiere of it. My, you, why did you do that? Okay, here's, my dad okay. and
1: I almost walked out of the theater. It <sighs> literally felt like the worst parts of a CW show
0: the whole time. The whole time. Okay, so here I need to justify this before the comments freaking eviscerate me, <laughs> which you have a right to. If I buy a ticket. For Suicide Squad and get a midnight premiere of Free Justice League, I kind of deserve to be euthanized. But here's my here's my defense. So my aunt was in town and she's a very she's a very sweet lady and she's like, oh, you like movies? Let's watch a movie together. Um, the time before she invited me to watch uh, the Emoji movie. Classic. Me and my little sister, cause she's like, oh, this one's appropriate. What do you guys think? And we were like... Man. But she was like, yeah, let's watch a movie. And she's like, I actually... Because I work with the big sister... Little sister program or whatever the freak it's called. I have know, Princess Protection Program. Yeah, because she, she, I work for the Princess Protection Program. I got these tickets for Justice League. But none of none of the kids that I... Because it's, it's like you take... The moon. You t- you shut up! Done. No. I'm sorry. <laughs> you take these foster kids and you basically just hang out with them and give them a good female role model. And it's like, oh, that's nice. But she's like, nice. yeah, none of my kids want to see Justice League. Do you want to see it with me? And I'm like, no, but I'll see it anyway because you're nice. <laughs> we <laughs> but I'll showed do it up. By golly, people were freaking out. Like they were waiting in the line and they're like, we got our tickets early. We better get a seat. If we don't get a seat, I will be so upset. And I know. And it's like, you're watching Justice League. (laughs) Like you're not watching some savant art film at freaking Sundance where it's like, I'm probably never going to see this because it's never going to be released. This is Justice League. Chill the freak out. But I watched it and I was just like, this is bafflingly bad. Like, it just gets worse. Like, it's like every scene is like, it sets your expectations lower and lower and lower. I know, the whole time.
1: Bro, can I tell the number one flaw that they they made when they were making that movie?
0: That they made that movie?
1: Aside from that, Mm -hmm. that they didn't bring my man, Martian Manhunter, into the mix. He is the best member of Justice League, damn it. And I'll defend that to the end. When I watched the, like, animated show as a kid, Martian Manhunter was, like, the coolest guy. Oh, he, yeah. like, going through walls and choking people out. You know what oh. I'm saying? He'd just be like... And he was so chill and really sarcastic. Oh, yeah. It was amazing. He He's was He's like, I've been on
0: Earth for a while. I kind of know how things work. And he it's was, like, like, Vision, but, like, way cooler. Yeah. Like, Vision if he wasn't so, like, uptight and, like, I'm mm-hmm. uh, Vision. Wonder. Going back to Marvel for, like, ten seconds what a missed opportunity with vision like they could have had so many interesting scenes with him just being like oh oh this is how the world works oh okay i love fish out of water crap okay like i i love that crap anything involving like oh this girl is an ancient viking and she gets teleported into the modern 90s and then it's like what is that? That's a plane, silly. Is that some kind of bird? Must yeah, we I fight guess. it? Anything like that, I'm like, I'm a, I'm a slut for. Really? I'm an absolute prostitute. Yeah, he just kind of like went right into the world. Mm-hmm. He was like... There's a scene where he's cooking. I liked him better when he was Jarvis.
1: <laughs> for real.
0: Just, bro, you don't even know Vision. I've liked him since he was Jarvis, I like bro. Vision since he... Don't tell me you love the Vision if you don't love Jarvis. Jarvis is the manga and Vision <laughs> is the anime. Stupid people. But yeah, Justice League. There were 30 seconds of it that I'm like, that's cool. I enjoy that. Only literally 30 seconds. Where? It was when all of them are fighting Superman and the Flash is like, oh, I'm going to freaking run. And he starts running and then Superman freaking turns his head and they start like fighting. I'm like, that's kind of cool. Oh, when
1: Superman tries to kill everyone? Yeah.
0: That was... And he low-key does. I hate
1: that freaking whole thing. Like Superman's dead. Alright, and I love the solution making that they made here. They're like, let's take, let's get a damn cube that glows. Freaking Tesseract, great value ass looking. And let's make Flash, go into this cave, make Flash run really, really fast in a circle. If he runs fast enough, bring Superman back to like, boom. Tesseract run really fast, boom. Done. Except for he might want to kill everyone. Yep, he's right. You he will. I would let that fly in, like, a Marvel movie. I would never let that fly, bro. If that, that is no. the stupidest if solution. If that was in a Marvel that movie. That makes no sense. Even in the, even in their world, well, if they look, made okay. up.
0: If, if, especially in their world. If that crap was in, like, Guardians of the Galaxy, I'd be like, okay, yeah, whatever. Because Guardians of the Galaxy is set up in a universe that's... It's not like Looney Tunes, but it's just like, okay we know that this is kind of dumb stuff like that happened but also yeah. like dude we got a freaking mantis lady and a guy who controls a thing with a whistle obviously we're not going for realism but fair enough man of steel is just a 911 movie <laughs> and you've grounded everything to the point where it's like this is real life and then you have stupid crap like Freaking spinning around and bring it back to life with Frankenstein, whatever. And it's like... a cube run really fast around oh my the cube. my God. That's what it does. That's and it's like... It. It's so stupid because of the world that they set up. That they constantly are being like, actually, no, we have to change that. Actually, no, we have to change that. Uh, and it's like... They're just too... They take it too serious. What the freak is even oh happening? Gosh. And
1: the fact that in the end, like... I'm changing subjects a little bit, but when Aquaman is, like, freaking, like, like they're all fighting, but Aquaman has, there's no water nearby, so he just kind of has a pitchfork and is, like, jumping from building yeah. to building and just being like, step, oh, oh. He's got super <laughs> he's strength, got, though. He's got nothing, bro. He no. literally is just like,
0: oh. Although, I will say, <laughs> one of these days, we absolutely need to watch and talk about Aquaman. I do. I still need to see it. I've been postponing it. It's, it's like Pacific Rim. Is it really? Where it's just like half of it, I'm like, that's actually really cool. It's silly, but like, I actually really enjoy that. And everything else is like, oh no, what have you... Okay, there's a part in the score that literally goes, wah, wah, wah. And it's so funny. <laughs> everything about it is like, it's like it's designed to always be a good time. I own it on 4K. As soon as it came out, I'm like, I need this movie. It's so good. Oh, my gosh. I hate to say that it's the best. I kind of want to watch it tonight, bro. Dude, let's freaking do it after this okay. podcast.
1: We're going to watch Aquaman. We'll talk about it a little bit yeah. in the next one. Just throw it in.
0: I like the idea of like us just talking about random crap beforehand. That's yeah. not just like we could talk about movies yeah, and like whatever. shoot the crap or whatever. But we not should like get into the movie, discussion. though. Yeah, probably. Morning. It's been 30 minutes. <laughs> sure. Oh
1: my gosh. That's enough <sighs> to cut around in this room. But yeah,
0: the point is, um, best Marvel movies, Guardians of the Galaxy 1. Guardians and 2, of the Galaxy. Thor Ragnarok. Thor, Ragnarok. Ragnarok. The original Spidey. Avengers.
1: The original Avengers was really good. I do have a
0: problem with the Spider-Man movie. The like, first Homecoming? one? Yeah, Homecoming and Far From Home. Like, as much as I love them.
1: All around me. <laughs> no, as much boy, as boy, I love probably, them. Yeah,
0: those ones are awesome. The thing is, the best part about those movies is Tom Holland and the villain. I'm Everything a, else, I feel like, is just subpar.
1: I'm just a sucker for Spider-Man, man. man oh, i enjoyed all of that. Me too. And, like, literally the
0: it. script, I'm like, that's okay. Yeah? But Tom Holland pulls it off. Like, the scene where he's under the rubble and he sees his reflection of Spider-Man. He's like, who am I? That scene is so stupid. But Tom Holland pulls it off so damn hard. Like, that scene, I'm literally, like, when he starts crying and screaming, and it's like, oh, my gosh. He's, like, emitting the same energy of, like, a rabbit caught in a freaking bear trap. And it's like, oh, my gosh, dude, get out of there. And it's, like, a stupid, not that good scene. But he just pulls it off. Mm -hmm. And you can tell he cares. (laughs) You can tell (laughs) the director cares. (laughs) But, like, other than that, it's just kind of like... I don't know. Like it's really boringly shot, and the music is the music is better, and it it's definitely better than most. Tell Marvel. me you don't like free. Hey, oh. Oh no, let's I do. Go. And let oh, me freaking tell hey, you.
1: you Spider Man from YouTube. Do flip.
0: Like man. Oh yeah. <laughs> I love that. I quote that. Do so flip. Do
1: not flip.
0: Oh. Oh. Or where he's like, where he's like, he he web shoots freaking Childish Gambino's hand to the thing, and he's like. He's like, no, man, when's this come off? He's like, it dissolves in 30 minutes. He's like, no, man, I got ice cream in here. He's like, no, no you're a criminal. You're a bad guy. <laughs> yeah. No, I, dude, this is going to melt, man. <laughs> like, like, that crap, I'm like, that's Spider-Man. I like that. It's good. And I think, yeah, and the villain, like, any. Vulture's oh.
1: pretty good. Yeah, the whole interesting thing, and it's like, ooh, we should, like, I, that moment when he that picks her up twist? for
0: the. Yeah, when he picks her up for the dance, I was like. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that was oh. like Marvel movies never really surprise you. It's kind of just like oh this yeah. is probably going to happen. yeah. Oh, that yeah. be good. That happens. It's fun times. And yeah. it's like it's fine, but when that happened I was Ooh. like, are oh. you kidding <laughs> or Mysterio. Mysterio? Mysterio. Have you seen the new Spider-Man? Yeah. I love J- Jake Jillen Hall. I shouldn't have though cuz I haven't seen Endgame or anything oh, yeah, like any yeah, other I'm stuff too. whatever. But but th- yeah. yeah. It's fine. Watch what you want to watch in the series. Don't watch Captain Marvel because you feel obligated to. Okay. I
1: forgot that movie existed.
0: Oh, I meant it as an example, but also, yeah, that movie. Um, (laughs) But just like him portraying Mysterio as, because Mysterio is normally like, ooh, smoke and mirror. Mysterio. Yeah. I I, I remember
1: him in the PS2 games. Remember how hard it was to freaking fight him? Oh no! But it, but it wasn't pretty... actually fighting him; it was like going through his like mazes and stuff. Yeah. And then, would...
0: and then as soon as the boss battle starts up, he's like, "You have made a grave mistake, Spider-Man." And then you punch him once, and he's out. I'm <laughs> like, "That is hilarious! It's awesome!" Because it's because so I don't know if you do that, but the the two games based off of the movie, not the third one, I don't think, uh. or maybe the third one, I don't know. They're both actually they were overseen by Sam Raimi. <laughs> That's amazing. That's why like all Bro, the voice cast comes Spider-Man back.
1: Spider Man Two is amazing.
0: Spider Man okay. One okay. is not as good. I'm gonna zip game. this conversation. One of these days, let's do a Spider Man. Cray- yeah, Crayon re- reached out to me and he was like, "Okay, if you do a Spider Man Sam Raimi trilogy episode without me, I'm gonna dox you. I'm gonna dox <laughs> you, and I'm never gonna be. I'm never gonna speak to you again." And okay. I'm like, "Oh, dude, why? How okay. could I do it without you?" So. We'll talk about Stay that Stay tuned for Spider-Man that. We'll have later.
1: crayon on. We're going to talk all about Spider-Man. I'm excited. Okay, I can yeah. wear my Spider-Man costume.
0: Dude, I'm okay Bro, that'd that. be sick. But you dude, can dress like you can dress like Mary Jane and we can kiss. Dude, then we can like have freaking... I'll, I'll, like, I'll sweat my I'll go, t-shirt. I'll go upside down. And you can see down. my nips like really strongly. We have I'll like, two different rub visions. some ice on Both them. My. So you just get the freaking... <laughs> I just love the idea of Mysterio being this like pretentious art director that Jake Gyllenhaal plays him as. How he's like... Yeah, can we get more fog on that? I'm not loving the lighting on this scene, but you know We'll be able to deal with it. I'm like, that's funny. I like that. Good good job. Also, there's a joke in Far From Home nobody in the theater laughed at. I was in a packed theater, and there was a mom behind me who was like, <laughs> with every joke, every single joke, which made the whole thing less funny because I'm like, eh. and and Far From Home, let's be real, Far From Home is less funny.
1: Oh, yeah, Homecoming's way better. Yeah, I, but, I, I agree.
0: But Are oh, we going to stop talking about these? I want to just, like... Dude, we'll get... Okay, okay, okay. just this one thing. Okay. There is a joke that nobody laughed at, and I thought was legitimately the best joke in probably any Marvel movie ever. Spoiler alert for Far From Home, if you haven't seen it. Which you should. It's a good time. We yeah. both recommend it. Yeah, it's a good time. I don't think it's amazing, but... Still but you play. should watch it. It's yeah. not
1: Amazing Spider-Man yeah. or Amazing Spider-Man.
0: But, anyway. <laughs> goodness gracious, those movies. Okay, but... <laughs> so he's got all the orbs and crap that are doing the projecting of, like, the big monster fighting the city or whatever. Yeah. Spider-Man's in there, like, inside of the hologram, like, fighting everything and being like, oh, where's, where's Mysterio? He's doing whatever. He's doing Spidey stuff. And it cuts to one of the programmers, and he's like, we have some activity in here, and, like, inside of the holograms. I wonder what that is. And one of the other scientists is like, oh, it's probably a bird. It'll fly out.
1: William, I've got drones breaking formation. Maybe they had a flock of birds or something. You're fine. Well, I want to see what's happening there. I'm taking manual control.
0: (laughs) That's literally a line from Spider-Man 3. When the Sandman falls in the pit and and they're like, Oh, what is this anomaly in there? It's like, oh, it's probably a bird. We'll fly away. We
1: got a little fluctuation on one.
0: There's a change in the silicon mass. It's probably a
1: bird. It'll fly away when we fire it up. Initiating demolecularization.
0: (laughs) It... And I'm like that is the stupidest line in the original and in this Mysterio's like no I should probably go check that out hold on and it's like <laughs> that's so funny why is no one laughing that no one talks about that's it That's good yeah cuz like that good. was the stupidest part well one of the stupidest parts in Spider-Man it's 3 so good. was like freaking oh yeah these scientists were just going to be like ah freaking some fell in our s- experiment yeah ah, it's probably burnt don't need to worry <laughs> turn the microwave up boys <laughs> But oh my gosh. Rewatch it just for that if you want. Or don't. I don't I don't care. Heck yeah. So you know how like when people are talking and they wanna like change to another subject, they like transition it really well. Yeah. So last time on the episode we recommended Vertigo and Battle Royale, two movies that we actually have to watch for our class. Yeah. So played We're struggling, college kids. We gotta do what we gotta do. Yeah. Please. So the movie that the teacher told me to watch, and by teacher I mean professor, because I'm no longer in sixth grade, was Vertigo. It's for my film class. I need to analyze the scene from it. So, uh, Monsieur Jake, would yeah. you please introduce this 1958 Alfred Hitchcock movie, specifically the plot? Okay. So,
1: 1958, there was a movie made by the man, Alfred Hitchcock, entitled Vertigo. Mm. I really think we should just Vertigo to the polls. Yeah! (laughs) Is a movie about a man, a man, once... (laughs) A man! um, What does he say? A man, once triumphant, now a sad heap of moppishness. I don't even
0: know what that means. Like, I know what it's you from, know what but, like, to... moppishness. A
1: sad heap of moppishness. Anyway, <laughs> I'm sorry. Look, so, this is about a man who is
0: handsome and also Mr. Kruger. He's got... Um, Can I just say, like, this is completely not having to do with anything, but James Stewart, I love him as an actor. I, It's a Wonderful Life is, like, one of my favorite movies, but... He's got, like, hot grandpa vibes in this, you know? Because I'm like, it's not a daddy vibe. Hot you grandpa? Know? Yeah, that's what we discussed. We're like, dude, yeah. he's not like a daddy, necessarily. He doesn't no. got, like, the daddy vibe, but he's got, like, like that hot,
1: dignified th- grandpa. It's the way he talks, mostly. Oh, yeah. Like, he talks like right. an old... But not like... <laughs> not like he's, like, wheezing about to die, but he sounds like he's doing an impression of an old man, but just mm-hmm. way dialed back. Like, mm-hmm. just... Dignified. Uh, the, way the way that himself. he presents himself. Well, oh, I, I, think yeah. well, I think that's a good idea. I
0: think
1: that's a good idea. you understand. See. I don't even know. That, uh, uh, I have vertigo. I have vertigo. I have vertigo. Like, because of the hides. I used to be a detective. Mm. And I'll tell you. And it's just like... Yeah, 50s guys were just and so he kind of ha- He has almost silvery hair, too. Yeah. And yeah. that kind of adds to it. But he doesn't look old. No. Per se. He's no. like definitely a middle-aged man. But anyway... I just think this is neat. He is. He does have hot grandpa vibes, which I did not know existed, but I know. that's but what he does. That's what he do. It's because it's of the how 50s, he
0: man. People were so much, like, just more classy. They were classy. Like, they could destroy their lungs with cancer, and it was like, man, I kind of
1: wanted it. That. freaking cool. Like, right? It's no wonder so many people smoked.
0: Oh, yeah, because you're but, just like, mm,
1: Anyway, the, the plot. Man, just the 50s in general just had a lot of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wish we could have some of that. Mm-hmm. Not the racism. But anyway, anyway. <laughs> so, so he is a man who was once a detective or a cop and he, he, uh, he sees a man fall to his death while he's hanging from a rooftop and he's like about to fall himself. And then this guy tries to help him and he falls. Anyway, it gives him this condition where he is scared of heights. Um, it's kind of like the main point of his character. Um, anyway. And so, um, he, so he stops being a, a detective and he's like dealing with his like condition and everything, but then he, um, gets hired by his friend who calls him up mm-hmm. and is like, Hey, I've got a, my wife is, I think she's possessed. see, you know, and they all talk like that cause it's the fifties. So I got my wife see, she's possessed. Yeah. See? Yeah. see, yeah,
0: yeah. I'll get you, he-man. I'll get you, He-Man! This is the fifties.
1: I'm going to kill myself He basically hires him to go and like stalk his wife and basically to see that she is actually crazy and possessed, and then and that's his that's his whole plan. And then basically in the time of him, you know, following her around and stuff, there's a lot of chaos that brews Mm -hmm. and yeah. A lot of plot twists that are like Just as a downward spiral. It's a downward spiral of just like oh oh Mm -hmm. oh, and it's just it's amazing. It's a really beautiful movie. I was the beginning is kind of boring. Mm -hmm. Feels like any fifties movie, but all of a sudden it just gets more like what, Mm -hmm. and yeah, it just very slow.
0: Like dominoes are being set up, and like that's what it feels like. But you're Mm -hmm. just like, where is this going? Yeah, yeah, you have no idea what's gonna happen, and it's
1: nothing. Not even sort of the plot that you imagine is going to come, no. but man, it's a re- there's a reason that this is. And I so the thing about this movie too is I I'd, I'd seen it before actually. Mm-hmm. I watched I was I took a film class in high school and I remember we watched it. I didn't remember the ending or like the main height of it at all. That's the mm-hmm. crazy part to me. It's like I, the whole time we were watching it. This time I got deja vu, but like I I don't I don't remember watching like. Yeah. It's like watching it, my actual feelings on it in the moment. I just knew I'd seen
0: it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, it was good, though. It was so good. Such a good movie. Mm-hmm. Holy cow. I have so much to say about it. I know that you have a lot more to say about it than I do because I remember when What do we... you have to say about it? You've seen it, too. As a kid, at least. I watched it as a kid because I heard it was one of the greatest movies of all time. I watched it and I was just kind of thinking, oh, this is boring. And, you know, then I like I was an idiot kid like I watched the Godfather and I said you know this is uh this is dumb however I know that when I grow up I will enjoy it more so I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to hold off my thoughts that was the most <laughs> mature thing I did cuz with any other good movie I would be like this is boring and like The Shining I thought it was the most boring movie ever granted The Shining was like the first movie that I was like wow it's boring on purpose Because it's trying to kind of show the same kind of madness that the main character is going through. Mm -hmm. Which, rewatching it, I'm like, no. But, you know, I interpreted things back then. It's good. But that's not important. That's not even what we're talking about. What the freak? Okay, but after watching it, I am very, I'm not confused because I've seen much more confusing. You know I've seen much more confusing. You showed me much more confusing. Oh, yeah. It's that it's hard to talk about this movie for me because it almost seems, and that's what's so weird, is it's like, been there, done that. But the thing is, the reason why we've been there, done that is because this movie exists. Yeah. It's like, we can't fully appreciate the Beatles because we've never lived in a world without the Beatles. You know, we can't appreciate Citizen Kane because we we've never lived in a world before Citizen Kane, it changed everything. And Vertigo seems like that kind of movie that influenced so much that we just like it's everywhere. And so watching it again, it's like hmm.
1: it's like I've seen this kind of a dealio, yeah. but at the same time, like it was the first time anyone had done that, so mm-hmm. it's monumental. Yeah. I still was, t- yeah. That's why I think
0: I, I have more to say on it. I, I, I uh, you have. Yeah, no, I have more to say about it. Yeah, okay. that's what I was about. like. Wait, what? But the cinematography, I remember being, like, really good-looking. Just the it shot was... of, like, underneath the Golden screen. Except Gate for
1: the bridge. falling green screen. I just... Yeah. I
0: laughed so hard at that. And specifically I mean, the, the one so where it's great. the wife.
1: Yeah, though, that specific way, yeah.
0: yeah. Other falling scenes, it's like, that, this is this is a lot better. Uh, yeah. It, it, was, it was just a little rag Freaking ragdoll going dude. down. Which... That, because like, weird
1: outer lining on the outside of him. As yeah,
0: well. and it's like, yeah, it's for the time, so it's pretty good. But what's weird is in the movie, there are a lot better effects that are the same thing. Like green screen kind of effects. Like when he's in the dream a sequence and yes. he's falling, that yeah. looks better than when someone else actually falls. Yeah, and I think a lot of that does have to do with the fact... That it is a dream? It's Yeah, it's more surreal. Like the camera is moving a lot more and he's That's like a silhouette, true, yeah. so it's like they can hide it more. But this is like, it's broad daylight. It's literally just... (laughs) But it makes sense why he did it in broad daylight. If they did it at night, I think it would look better. Just like the scene in the beginning of the detective falling, That looked a lot better. That looked
1: way... Yeah, I didn't even notice the Mm -hmm. weirdness of
0: it. Yeah. But but it's just because it was broad daylight. And it makes Uh. sense thematically why it would be in broad daylight. Because it's like, you need to know 100%. Oh, I saw it. Without a doubt in my mind, she fell. Yeah. So that he could testify, but it's yeah. just, yeah. But that's not something we can really blame the movie for. No. Like, it was the times, but... Yeah. Midge, I thought, was a really interesting character, too. Mm-hmm. She's, she's just cute. I don't know, she's just cute. I'm like, man, I want this woman to hold my hand. Why the freak are we so lonely? Okay. <laughs> anyway. just want, I just want a 50s woman to hold my hand. Hold, to hold my hand and not speak back to me because feminism didn't exist back then i don't know (laughs) i'm not saying i will say i will
1: say there was like i remember if there's anything i remember about the movie i remember there was some girls in my class like back in when we watched it that were like i don't like how much he had like control over her like she didn't even speak up for herself or anything like at the end you know he's like moving her up the stairs and stuff But I don't agree with them necessarily because it's part of her character. Like she's like in love with him, and like Mm -hmm. there's like this weird conflict of like she doesn't want to do this thing for him, but he's like crazy and she loves him. And anyway,
0: I thought that was an incredible scene. That scene's awesome, and that scene isn't being shown as like, oh yeah, this is normal. He's dragging. It's shown as like, James, James, (laughs) what are you doing, James? Scotty, that's. He's like, you know, it's like...
1: I think they were just mad because, like, the, she was just letting it happen too much. Like, letting him... Like, she didn't try
0: to, like, hit him or, like, do anything. But it's like... It was it was the 50s. I don't know. We're not going to get freaking a she... A, 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 a she... she god, you know? It's the I, 50s. And I didn't even think I, it I was a either.
1: sexist kind of movie. I didn't think so either, but they like
0: to make yeah, it out of that, you know? I've seen more sexist movies I, in the yeah, 50s. This but well. But not...
1: This one... This one... I know. It's just dumb. But, um... But yeah, I'm freaking incredible. Talk about interesting. The whole like, like at the beginning, like, oh, is this going to be like a ghost movie? And there was like yeah. so many things that were like, oh, this is a ghost movie. What the heck? Mm-hmm. And like all the relations between the painting and like him falling around and all the weird stuff that happens. And then you're like, this is not a ghost movie. This is a freaking movie
0: about murder. Mm-hmm. Murder. It, <laughs> Judith, no. And it then, reminded <laughs> me, you know, it reminded me a lot of the structure of Parasite, which makes sense because Bong Joon Ho, really? yeah, Bong Joon Ho said that Parasite was a love letter to Hitchcock. Oh, really? Like, he says his favorite director is that, and
1: that would make sense actually. Yeah, because without spoiling, that Parasite, has the same energy now that I'm thinking. Yeah,
0: about it. of like the first oh, half man. is like one. Parasite
1: is amazing. Phew, it's so
2: good. Please watch. And it. Everyone
1: knows you know, right here. If you don't know, you you will know now that I'm a very big fan of Korean media. I'm trying to move there. be really cool, low-key. So, like, that That movie is, has a special place in my yeah. and That's so cool, relating that to mm-hmm. Hitchcock movie. Because like, it really does. It has does. that same type of, like, really, it's like, it makes you think this is this mm-hmm. kind of movie. And it's like, no, nah, it ain't this kind of movie. It's crazy.
0: And you that's know? the thing is the first half of the movie, without spoiling Parasite, watch it, Please watch is it, yeah. one genre of movie. And then it just Bam, Boom. All of a it's like, so the oh, first shoot. half is just this like typical noir detective like oh, I wonder what's going on what's here. What's going on with this with schwa? some paranormal elements which I thought it was really interesting that they had I
1: straight up thought it was going to be a ghost
0: movie Yeah, right but, but was it was like, like a noir movie it... set in the day it's like that's contradictory but kind of yeah. interesting yeah, but it's cool yeah and, and then it's just bam something complete uh, it turns into a character study of yeah. this screwed up individual who's just which one, Fritz? <laughs> yes. Him, The husband, her. Yeah. It's just I just a yeah. rip. I, I um,
1: can I talk about? Can we talk about the kissing, bro? <laughs> yeah. Not like to get all freaking lonely in or anything, but like, I just I just think it's so funny all the because they you know they come from stage acting, they mm-hmm. bring in these stage actors and have them do movies. Like I, there's something about like the romantic tension in that movie that was awesome. Like the oh, yeah. way. The way they like kissed and stuff was like, mm-hmm. like you were like almost a part of that moment with them. I haven't felt like that in like most modern movies with kissing. Like yeah. even when it's like a big moment, like half the time I don't feel as connected as I did with freaking him who's got vertigo and her who's got, who's an actor pretending to be a wa- wife who's about to die. Anyway, but like you're just like, and you feel so connected to let's the Let's just say this great. movie
0: is hella horny. Oh, yeah. It is so, like... So horny. It And, and it's because Hitchcock, he, he was a friggin' pervert. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he was, you like... so? Oh, yeah. All of his movies, I don't like, know enough about him. Oh. <laughs> In Psycho, that was, like, a big R-rated movie at the time. It's like, oh, my gosh. Which oh. is, it's funny now, because it barely shows any blood. There's a little bit of violence. There's no gore or anything like that. Is there nudity? Sex? Kind of. Oh. Like... There's a part where someone's looking through a hole in the wall, which if you haven't seen Psycho, you probably already know the twist, but watch it. I need to watch it's it. It's something that needs to be seen. Okay. But a character is looking through a hole in the wall at another person, and the person is undressing. It's a woman. And okay. you see, like, her back. And she doesn't even take off the bra fully, but you see her back. Ooh, it's her like, back ooh. The And thing. then she's showering.
1: Hand, exactly.
0: Please. And she's she's taking Conspiracy. a shower in the classic shower scene, Psycho. Everyone knows it. yeah, yeah they showed a lot more than they did back then like there were shoulder up to like here and it's like oh back then it was like heresy it was like porn people were calling it pornographic and it's like (laughs) bro no (laughs) if you only see what's to come Mm -hmm. pun intended intended. (laughs) but yeah and i think there was a quote from hitchcock where he got the actress and then he got a body double that was he a porn a star. He got a body double mm-hmm. that's a porn star Yeah, and he was like, I want to show as much of her breasts as possible. How much breast can we show? Like, literally, he said something around the lines of, The dude is... <laughs> one of his movies... I want to say this, completely off topic. Alfred Hitchcock. There's a movie where the whole time, the main two characters... They're on a train, and they're both, like, very flirty, and the tension is thick, you know? Yeah. It could be cut with a butter knife, oh. but... The very last shot of the movie is them, like, they're in each other's room. They're, like, throwing innuendos, but, like, back and forth, like, really subtle. 50s innuendos. Oh, yeah, where it's, like, we can't even say the S word, okay? We can't even say sex because our mommies are watching. But the last shot of the movie is a train going into a tunnel, (laughs) and it's, like... Oh, I get it. Like, cause they're talking and they flirting and they so hold subtle. each other, and then the freaking train goes in, and I'm like, oh no! <laughs> nice. But yeah, dude's a pervert, and this movie, it's got a lot of that energy. It doesn't, it doesn't feel out of place. No, because a lot of it is. Well, about part that of long. the
1: character is driven. From, I mean, like he makes all those crazy decisions right at the end solely out of like lust for her, mm-hmm. for Ins- for Madeline. Partially, like insanity. Insane. Yeah, he's going crazy. Yeah. And he's already seen some like traumatic stuff, which has already like kind of made him go. ooh. And so then, mm-hmm. this is just tips him over the edge, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, this not the right suit. Oh gosh, yeah. Rayon. That she's like, please, I just don't want to do this. And He's like, yeah, you're gonna do it, you're gonna like it, you freaking.
0: <laughs> yeah, that whole second. That part, is sexy. He is so sexy. misogynistic. And it's like, he's
1: not. A, he's not a good person. She can wear. She can wear whatever gray suit she wants. Yeah,
0: Yas Queen Slay. Basically, it's
1: like, uh, it's like the, the, it's the, like a luau at Mel moral, Brooks house. It's the same moral of this story. <laughs> Gosh dang it. Forget to shut the heck up, Gex. It's kind of reminds me of, uh, the moral of Greece. Really. Just change for your man. If you love someone, just change yourself.
0: And except this one actually deconstructs that idea in a way that's like <laughs> self-aware. Yeah, and it yeah, came I'm out so like what? 40, 40 years 40 earlier. earlier. You stupid
1: Grease makes me angry, I'm sorry. I mean, but, yeah, you got some fun freaking wada, wada,
0: wada. But then
1: it's like, Oh, wow well, no be, mm-hmm.
0: mm, I don't I don't have very much to say about Greece other than The hey. music slaps, but the movie is music that's sl- a more misogynistic <laughs> movie and it came out forty years after. True. Oh, you're what right. the frick? You guys <laughs> are dumb. It does take
1: place like in that time though. kinda. Of, <sighs>
0: kind of. But that's what's so <laughs> interesting about Vertigo. I feel like I enjoy talking about it more than I did watching it weirdly really like i enjoyed the first part i'm like yeah definitely and the second part i was like this is really interesting but i don't know it didn't really stick with me all that much which is weird because like it's a masterpiece and like it's
1: it's 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 a
0: movie i watch and i'm like this is definitely a masterpiece but at the same time i'm like my heart ain't in it you know and if Mm -hmm. my heart is nowhere in it i you know I i don't want it for a minute I want to talk about the deconstructing of the whole okay. idea because I'm almost figuring this out literally as I'm talking. That's okay. But it's it's kind of the idea of like when you break up with someone, mm. you're looking for that person again. Because, you know, when, when when it's cut short, you're like, oh, I still need that replacement. Especially when you like fantasize someone in your mind or you mm. like... Like their relationship,
1: how they met was kind of dangerous. You know, mm-hmm. he's like kind of hired to stalk her. He saves her from drowning. Mm-hmm. There's like all of this fantasy, oh, you know, married and all this stuff that happens into it. And it's like, then, it, like, it may, ever, nothing about that relationship is like normal genuine. or healthy or genuine. It's just all kind of like, I love you. Yeah. You know It's very
0: idealized. I'm almost wondering if it actually is a deconstruction is of it the that male woke? fantasy. Is that what this is what the, the This is the I freaking hate about video games. 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 They games. it shows the male fantasy. Sam put a put a clip of the male fantasy, you know what it's gonna be. This is like a
2: luau at Mel Blanc's house.
0: That would actually make a lot of sense because it's like this weird voyeuristic relationship that turns into like him being like, Oh, save you and then like the forbidden love and everything. That would make sense. I don't Love know. is
1: such a huge theme of it, which was weird because mm-hmm. at the beginning and like most of the movie, I didn't know that. Mm-mm. Like I wasn't thinking about that. I didn't even think they would get in a relationship because she like married to another guy. I thought there was going to be ghost shiz happening. Mm-hmm. So I I don't know. I didn't. And all of a sudden they're like kissing. I'm like, oh, shoot. Well, as soon as he saved her, I was like, oh, is this going to be a romantic? Question
0: mark? That whole scene of her waking up Very sexual energy. Oh, there's so
1: much tension randomly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which like, you look sexy while you were saving me while I was pretending
0: to be drowned. (laughs) What They almost had to have strong tension between the romantic leads because... You think so? Yeah, because it's like, oh, we can't show too much kissing. Otherwise, we're going to have to cut it out because, you know, it was the 50s or whatever. Yeah. So they're like, oh, we can't just have them freaking have sex and everyone be like, oh, yes, love. See, they're in love. They're in love. Which, love. it's ironic because nowadays, people still try to do that where it's just like, oh, see, they, 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 did, they, they did the whole, <laughs> that means they're in love, obviously. See, can't you tell? Dummy, This is Fifty Shades of Grey. But it's like, you don't need that. Hitchcock knows you need to build it up. Which, he is a master of suspense, I want to say. The suspense built in this movie. I love
1: built-up romance and, and things like that. And you'll say what you will about the Korean dramas that I'd be watching. But I will say, I give recommendations. If you want to go watch a movie with some romantic tension, there's a show called Crash Landing on You. It's about a, a, a girl who's a fashion designer that, like, the first episode is going to be so boring, but after that it gets better, I promise. But she, cra- she crash lands while well, paragliding in North Korea, and she meets this guy, and she has to, like, he helps her, like, escape, but then they fall in love, obviously. And there's so many cliches. But that movie, like, they, there's, like, probably three times that they actually kiss in that whole show. All 15 episodes, each episode is, like, an hour to two hours long. And they probably only kiss, like, three times. But it has some of the most tension I've ever, like, if you can do a movie where, if romance is a main theme, or just through dialogue and, mm-hmm. like their actions and their like exchanges of looks Mm -hmm. and that's how you build their like relationship or like quips that they send back at each other like that is just like that's so much more i love that like la la i prefer that i feel like nowadays they're just like okay he picks her up at a bar he says some funny line okay sex Mm -hmm. and it's like oh they're going down and then they're then after it's like it cheapens it like crazy man it cheapens it, and it's, like, not to say, like, sex shouldn't be in movies, because it's a part of life. It has its place. has its place, right? But it's But, like, hard. they go to it so quick, there's not, like, any, like... Mm-hmm. Especially if love is the main
0: theme, and you just kind
1: of jump right into it like that. It's mm-hmm. just... And you don't
0: really, like... Look at freaking La La Land. That movie doesn't have any sex, and they kiss, like, once again, probably, like, four times. Exactly. But it feels... So meaningful. It feels like amazing. so much more happened between them because it's not about that. It's because about- it's the chemistry between the characters. It's Ooh. the dialogue. It's everything. We're yes. gonna okay. We're gonna review La La Land. One Let's of these do it. days.
1: La La Land versus Greatest
0: Showman. I was gonna see that. Really? Yeah. Bro, dude. Okay. One of these days. It's coming out in the future. <laughs> we'll yeah. see. Maybe. Woo. Oh, do we have things to say about both of them? Yes, we do. La La Land. Mm. Tension. Yeah. Alfred Hitchcock is suspense a master. Suspense
1: in other forms, too. Oh, yeah.
0: Suspense. He knows how to build suspense. There's a quote by him, which is still taught in film schools to this day. By Alfred Hitchcock. Mm-hmm. What did he say? He said...
2: Four people are sitting around a table. Suddenly, a bomb goes
0: off, Blows the people to smithereens. What do the audience have? Ten seconds of shock. Now take the same scene. And tell the audience there's a bomb under that table and will go off in 5 minutes Well, the whole emotion of the audience is totally different that is suspense that's like how you know something's going to happen but yeah. you don't you don't know when or, or how like and that's that's what he, he's a master at it. It all of his movies his makes suspense sense. is so good and he uses the same thing with romance too yeah And I just wanted to say, for one specific, I wrote down the quote because I thought it was hilarious, when they're talking, when Scotty and Scotty, whatever her name is, they're talking. Marilyn. Yeah, Marilyn. That's the wife's name. Yeah. Judy's the. Yeah, Judy. I'll I'll say Judy because that's easier for my brain to make. When she's like, oh, he's like, you know, I I enjoyed last night. You know, when I, uh, um, when when I talked to you. And they both look at each other like, because like, oh, I get it. You had to take her out of her clothes and you had to put her in the robe. And it's like, oh, like they were very suggestive with that. Like they lingered on the shots of like the clothes hanging on the hangers and like, ooh,
1: scandal. Ooh, promiscuous for its time.
0: I do want to say for its time, we're going to say for its time, probably 98 times. (laughs) For Sam, Sam, put a counter. Future Sam, put a freaking counter on the top right of the screen. Every time it says four, every it's time, time we say four, it's time. These count as well. I don't want to say abstract, but the way it was shot was very. What's the word I'm looking for? Feelings driven, like when when he first sees Judy, in the diner or whatever the bar after is. the death. No, no, even before. Oh, before that. Like she's walking towards when when them. she's Marilyn. Yeah, yeah. And it's in the red room, like, the the light uh, goes, like, and it, like, gets brighter and more red, and then it cuts back to him, and it's, like, that's a really cool and subtle way of showing, like, whoa. I remember that now that you bring it up, but I didn't think about that. There are so many things that are just, like, you, like, the feelings are so well portrayed. Oh, they're portrayed in the the visuals. I know there's a specific word, but that's incredibly ahead of its time. The... Dream sequence. I know you touched on it. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really cool. It could have easily been goofy, like the, the cut-out head and stuff. Like, yeah, It could have been like Sue or like Wizard of Oz, cheesy, you know? Oh my gosh, I love that movie. But, yeah. And, let me, let me, let me... For it's time. For it's time. The real star of the movie, I think is the score it's this haunting opera that just is constantly going and it's it's describing how the characters are feeling without the characters actually speaking and you just know everything that's going on just by the music itself but when the emotions get too strong the characters speak It, it it's like musical logic you know if 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 the emotions get too strong for you to speak you need to sing. If sing the emotions yeah. get too strong for you to sing. You dance. So it shows it with the music and their like
1: internal like what they're thinking and feeling. Mm. And once it gets to that point, then they say something. It's haunting. They act. Oh, yeah, that yeah. is haunting. It's beautiful. Like, some of the mm. and it's, it's, not it's not just it's freaking tension but...
0: music. Dot MP4. No, it's so MP4, it's beautiful. beautiful. <laughs> Like, it showed up on my radio, actually, before we watched the movie. Oh. It showed up on my uh, Spotify radio, and I was like, gosh, this is gorgeous. What is this? And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Anyway, what do you think was your, like, favorite aspect of the movie with filmmaking-wise? You know?
1: I liked the I the colors, the way they used colors, and also the outfits. Oh, yeah. got like colors and costuming, probably, because, like, they just look, I mean, it's 50s anyway, but, like the way they designed the used clothes as like such a like a theme of it you know whereas he like mm. like prefers certain outfits based on her and like every outfit that Marilyn wears well that judy wears when she's being Marilyn is so distinct and like mm-hmm. just sharp like and it really paints a picture of who her character is and his whole thing with the cane and like just kind of like how he is at the beginning and then he like lets go of the cane and you know he doesn't do that anymore once he starts like yeah. getting to know her and stuff like that and he like You know, and then, and I I just like, I like the costumes, I like the colors, the red, you mentioned the diner, the, I mean, the restaurant, and Mm -hmm. the red walls are just really cool, the way all of that looks. They don't look like sets. His house is really cool, too, I like that. The cars, and the way that they laid all that out, everything on that looks really nice. I don't know, some of that's like, just kind of like how it was, though, but like, even Mm -hmm. just... But maybe that's just me looking back with like a... Ooh, I like 50s aesthetic. Because I do. I think it's cool. But well, like, yeah.
0: at the same time, it also looks really good
1: for its time. For too. its
0: time. But yeah, honestly, i that. There's so much about it that I just But not really to say I appreciate. don't like the
1: rest of it, too. Like there's so oh, much... Yeah. All, every aspect of it I've really enjoyed. But that was probably the biggest.
0: The thing. acting was really like... It was a little over the top. It was super But theatrical. you have to keep in mind for, for its, its time. time. So it's like... Yeah, they got stage actors to play these. You brought it up, but, but I feel
1: like the way he did
0: like his insanity wasn't
1: too, almost wasn't too far off. Which not to mention, I love how they like brought, like used him as like a, like used the fact that he was a detective to like he's like how like all of a sudden he just figures it out at the end mm-hmm. and he like tells her what happened and it makes
0: sense because because it's like, it's like oh he's, he's been an the whole time. he's
1: a detective yeah and it's so cool because right. it's like. You almost just at you for almost forget that detail like mm-hmm. he's just some guy you know with freaking vertigo but mm-hmm. it's it's yeah i love that
0: one really great scene of tension that i actually just was blown away by at the beginning mm-hmm. was when he's so Marilyn's on the couch oh. drinking tea or coffee or whatever and he coffee. gets a phone call from the husband and he's like oh yeah she she's all right don't worry about it and he's don't like, well, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta keep looking after her. He's like, well, she's twenty six. It's like, yeah, it's like, Carmelita or whatever her name is. You know, she she died at twenty six. And then you hear a crash, and he's like, and I remember being like, Bonjour. like the tension Carmelita. just in like, did you say Carmelita? Whatever the freaking, I don't know what was her <laughs> name. Freaking gordita crunch. No, does <laughs> <laughs> like Carmelita spats from freaking lemony. Doesn't Snicket. matter. I don't. It doesn't matter. But the point is. I just remember her last name was Valdez. Valdez. Carlotta. Carlotta, Carlotta Valdez. Yes, the lighting was excellent. The friggin... yeah. here Here's what I think. Hmm. I do think the love, and that's where me and you are actually going to differ here. I don't think that the love was very well developed at the beginning. Like, I almost feel like I it just, just happened it. really quickly. Yeah. Like, I know you felt but a lot of the but
1: tension. But I felt the tension right from the beginning, like mm-hmm. from their looks, from their words. Like right from the beginning, he's interested from that moment. It shows her in the restaurant. Mm-hmm. I feel like it maybe shouldn't, maybe if it was more subtle than, you know, than you would think would be normal. But I feel like I'm a very like romantic guy in movies. I like, mm-hmm. I kind of lean I, as the last ones were. I kind of lean more on the romantic side when it comes oh, to yeah. movies. I, I like, I'm a sucker for that crap. Do me too. And so I was paying attention. That was like the main thing I was paying attention to, mm-hmm. um, so I felt, I felt like the moment was right when he first kissed her over there. Like I felt every moment of that, but that's just me. I think it just depends on the viewer. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I, I, I will say it is subject. kind of subtle. So if you're not like, if you're not looking at that as much, then you probably wouldn't be. You'd probably be more surprised when all of a sudden. He's like, did it plays that music, mm. and they're like, yeah. "You know," and it's just like, "Oh, shoot, what's happening?" There?
0: I, I can see that. It's. Mm. Yeah, it's definitely a personal preference, subjective thing. For um, its time, it really for its time <laughs> it really makes Gosh, you I feel, feel bad like vertigo. <laughs> Future Sam, I'm sorry, this is gonna suck editing, but he sees Judy again at the at the, towards the end, and he says something like, "You've given me something to work on now," and I feel like that's just a really cool thing to like like peering into his character of like. He needs something. He to work has on. had nothing. He's because yeah, he's, he's lost. oh, he's crawling the walls, just being like, oh, "I also, need something."
1: I have a question: Am I dumb or did I miss something? I feel like they didn't do very much with the. They introduced the main theme of him of his character being like he's scared of heights and he's vertigo from that thing, mm-hmm. but like, like later he like it doesn't really like he goes up to the top of that thing just fine. Like he sees two more people. Like you know, he sees the. Actual wife die and then she ends up dying, off of that. But he doesn't really like. There's no callback to it. He doesn't like. I didn't notice anything that like referenced him. Like it's almost like that fear just kind of like went away and didn't matter anymore.
0: Well, like such a important part of his character. Most of it, like it, it, like he's able to climb like a flight of steps, like fine. And so. That, that's whatever I but know, but
1: I'm just saying, like, him... if that's such a like important part of the movie, like the beginning part, that's like the first thing they tell you about him, and then they make it a big deal. They have whole scene, he climbs up the step ladder, he does all. But then I feel like they just, after that, they just kind of were like.
0: Well, no, because it's key to the whole uh, wife person falling suicide. To yeah, because the whole point is the friend from the war told him, oh, I need you to watch my wife, knowing that he had vertigo. So knowing, like, okay, there's no way he's gonna make it up to the top of the bell tower, and I can kill. That's why. Yeah, no, that's what they said in the movie. I'm just okay. So I am just dumb. No, you were writing notes, but but he she's like yeah we, he knew you weren't going to be able to scale that tower so at the end when That's he does like, scale he does it he's it like yeah so he I'm, scaling now, huh? I'm scaling
1: it now i'm scaling it now okay that makes so much more sense su- okay okay that makes so much more sense i just had to, i was confused by that i was like i feel like they should have done more with that but that makes yeah. sense yeah okay thank Which, you i, I got to say like oh yeah of course
0: of course i i will say i feel like this movie the idea for this movie was born out of alfred hitchcock being like Man, adjusting the depth of field on this is, camera is super weird. You know, how it does the whole, like, you yeah And then he's like, oh, man, that's freaking, that's weird. That's tripping me out. And then he's like, huh. And then that just sat in his mind, and he's like, kind of gives you perfect vertigo what can i write about a character with vertigo and then everything just spiraled from there because those are like the coolest parts of the movie it's yeah. just the freaking depth of field changing suddenly it's yeah, cool like that's such a cool way to show height. Cool, they yeah. still do it now Yeah, they he invented like in jaws the scene where where uh the sheriff or whatever is sitting at the beach and he's like watching everyone like and then you know he sees like the person struggling in the background in the blood and it like does the quick zoom in on him and the depth of field changes but the focus is still on him it's so memorable but it's so old like it's yeah. something we've it's, an it's, old it's, it's like what I was saying we've literally been seeing the effects of Alfred Hitchcock's movies and of Vertigo specifically for our entire Which is why we
1: don't think very much of yeah. them. But for the time, that's like... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. For and its
0: time. For its time. <laughs> but for real, it's... This movie, I feel like, is a lot more better. It's a lot more a lot better. More
1: better, really.
0: In context of, like, the times. And I don't know. What? What, what, what was your favorite scene, do you think? My favorite scene is the
1: scene where they... First kiss by the ocean because they have some like real talk and then Mm -hmm. they, and that's like when the the movie really starts to change because she's like oh shoot I got feelings for this man, Mm -hmm. and it's like yeah yeah I liked it I just like their conversation and like how just like, she's like fighting between like like romantic conflict with herself and him, Mm -hmm. and also the fact that she's playing a character and she has to like kind of be insane and act like she's like possessed so it's like a weird mix. It's like
0: her saying when she's running up to the bell tower for the first time, she's like, "It wasn't supposed to be like this." And then she like cuts off and is like, "I I I gotta go," and it's like, "Oh, that's clever." That's yeah. clever. Uh, favorite scene for me is probably, I don't I don't think the dream sequence, but no, probably the end, the ending, but more specifically, him like dragging her up the stairs and oh. f- saying everything and like just the acting in that is you. awesome. <laughs> And, and really, ooh, the dress scene too. No, not the dress. The suit scene and everything about that where he's like, yeah, yeah. nah, your hair isn't right, go back. Like that is so screwed up and I love that energy. Oh, but, it's so screwed up. Oh, when she comes back and it's not styled the right way. So. Yeah, he's like, no, go. And she's like, oh, well, it's not me. And he's like, please, go back. And you won't even kiss her until like she looks like she did back then. And it's like, that's so freaking <laughs> screwy. I love it. Yeah. I will say I do think that the movie I feel like it cuts off a bit too soon. Like the ending of I kinda liked dying. it. It was like so abrupt. I was like, Oh shoot and then it's like, here's the credits. You're like, oh my gosh, what? Yeah. And then I don't know. I don't think I felt that way. I think I was just kind of an like, away, upset bro. of like, oh wait, she just died? What the okay, what
1: but I, I could see how someone. I got the reaction. The I think. Mm. I think he was going for the reaction that I had from that because mm. I was like, I was like, oh no, freaking way! Because like you're like, as he's pushing her up, you're like, bro, she's gonna die. She's gonna kill herself, probably out of stress or something. Or like he's that. gonna kill her. Because we gonna don't kill know. her. Yeah, I mean, I, that's what I thought. I was like, maybe she, he'll push her off or something like that, or like he's just mm. gotta see her fall to like, like this is wacko. And then all of a sudden she just was like, Yay. Mm.
0: Mm-hmm. Man, yeah. Man, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. But how would you rate it? I think uh, well. I want to hear your rating first. What's, okay. what's your rating? I'm gonna give it an eight. Mm. It's weird. I'm I'm also gonna give it an eight out of ten. I didn't know what to rate this movie. I'm like, dude, is this a seven or is this like a ten? I don't freaking know. I, don't know, man. I can see. I think people. it's a
1: masterpiece, hundred percent. Mm. But, but like, yeah, it's not my. It's. I don't think it's the best movie ever made. I don't, think, I don't it's think it's my cup of tea. but I don't think I, it's my cup of tea either. But I. I think it's more my cup of tea than yours, honestly.
0: Definitely. Definitely, which is weird. Yeah, but and yet we both give it the same score. <laughs> eight out of ten. Yeah, you heard 10. it here, folks. Epic style.
1: What's up, ladies and gentlemen? My name is Cup of Tea Johnson, my name is and Keemstar. today I'm
0: it, I'm your host, Killer Team Star. I'm gonna stop you right there, cause. Let's get cancer. right
1: no. into the news.
0: No, the z at the end is what gets me. the uh, Remember when he was like, yeah, dude, mental health isn't really a thing. Like, dude, well, just, just say, get over be it. Be happy. Freaking piece of shit. I hate him. He's such t- a <laughs> okay. Remember, if you freaking watch Keemstar, unironically, you are part of the problem. You're a cook.
1: For my assignment, I needed to watch a movie that was from a different culture. And so we were looking at different cultural movies, and we're like, let's watch something from Japan. Mm-hmm. So Sam recommended to me a movie entitled Battle Royale from 2001, I believe.
0: I think either
1: 2000 or 2001. It's one of those. Um, And
0: it, yeah, Sam, you want to explain it a little? I I would love to. I also want to say really quickly, when you told me, you're like, yeah, I actually have to watch a movie for my class. I was like, oh? And you're like, yeah, but it has to be like a foreign movie. And I remember being like, like my face was literally, oh, those I remember. Dudes, I know. I was just so hyped, and I like ran to my <laughs> collection, <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, all of these are for." Us. <laughs> and I'm like, "What's what? What region do you want?" But anyway, I don't know why. When you
1: explained it, I was like, I was like listening, and it like sounded cool, but I, somehow I just
0: still was not anticipating what I got. Oh no. But anyway, let's talk about what he got. Let's talk about what I got. <laughs> this movie is basically. <laughs> set in a kind of semi-dystopian future where kids have to fight each other to live. Basically, the the chocobo. Okay, actually, we'll get to that in a second. But (laughs) basically, the youth have become a bunch of ruffians, and the government is like, you know what we should do to make them appreciate each other, life, and authority more? We should just randomly select one ninth grade class and make them kill each other is and that what it is mm-hmm so I'm so
1: confused about that and that can mm-hmm. we just jump right into that top part of the topic because of course yeah because that's that's, really that's just the, the plot, plot yeah, yeah that's the plot but like what like it's not a TV show like Hunger games is Mm-mm, it's no. just it's just a thing mm-hmm and they just rec- they just they only listen to their voices so they like make sure that they know what's going on and they can hear what's happening hmm. and they track, and they track, them, track or yeah but that's it it's not like a and TV so I show. thought it was like gonna be like a TV show or something like that or like it was for entertainment it's not it's just them so like mm-hmm. that to me I'm like that's what confuses me because I like I don't I that's what was it that just to teach them respect for authority like mm-hmm. what's the it was. It was, it was just story. him. It was the teacher. Is that? It was like he, the one that organized it. Was it the military? No, it was
0: the military and the government. Like it said, like oh yeah, there was a law passed, the the Battle Royale Law or whatever. So um, like, which I think going forward, this is important. We're probably going to mention a certain million dollar movie that came out in 2012, but we're trying. We're we're gonna try to mention it as briefly as possible because I despise the fact how. Every single, like, conversation about Battle Royale now is just, oh, this is just, this is like a Chocobo before Chocobo, which, by the way, Sam, in the future, bleep out the mention of that movie from freaking here on out. Censor that crap, okay? Okay. I didn't realize you were so passionate about it. Because <laughs> freaking, like, oh my
1: gosh. It's... it's so it came stupid. out way before. It did, but it's like, okay... Th- you know, what intrigued me the most about watching this movie. Why I selected it is because on the front it said that my man Quentin Tarantino himself said about
0: this movie, "My favorite movie of the last twenty years. I wish I had made this movie." Why did you, why did you say that? Because that's how he talks. He's like, yeah. he was. <laughs> it's actually funny. He was. Um, he was on some local news talking to this angry, <laughs> concerned parent of America, because she's like. So you said that people should bring their little girls to watch Kill Bill. He's like, can you explain it? And he's like, yeah, I think honestly out of all of the movies, this one has the most strong women. And she's like, well, it's stuffed to the brim with horrific violence and gore. Why would you do that? And he's like, because it's so much fun, Jan. Get it. And it's like... (laughs) What a crazy man! <laughs> of course, her name is Jan. I know he—he's a mad lad. Anyway, but he
1: said mm-hmm. that he wished he had made this movie. So mm-hmm. I was like, "Ooh!" And I—I watched Quentin Tarantino films, and I enjoy them. Only one, Only so, one. so far. So far. so far, and we're gonna get into it. Mm-hmm. I'm getting educated slowly. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so yeah, enjoyable, great time, good. It's a good, all good, fun. Um, I, I was very jarred by this movie. It was like. It was, like, everything that I... I remember... I, I can't compare it to the movie that must not be named. You can say it, but and I'll just censor it. I don't want to make a lot of editing work for you. Yeah. No, okay, so... So, the problem... Like, it just feels like... I remember it gave me the same vibe, obviously, that... that Choke did ball. ...when I watched it as a 12-year-old. Um, but, like, the gore in it is just so much more. Oh, my gosh. And it's just... The characters. And everything about it is just so much more horrific, I feel like. It's just like... It's like... I was almost like... like Chocobo. They just didn't... They wanted to be too luxurious and like... I don't... Not luxurious. What's the word I'm looking for? Like, they want to be too, like, photogenic and like... Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. And this one is like... It's kind of... It's ugly. But, mm-hmm. like, on purpose. It's and, like, horrifying. Like, the kids... Like, I love that they didn't, they didn't get rid of their acne. Nothing. Like, mm-hmm. freaking... They're all, like, just they're ninth just graders. just pimply ninth graders, and they're all just, like, yeah Which
0: makes it so much worse. Oh, it's terrible. Because it's, okay. I, mm, and right I, from the
1: beginning, when they, like, go out into the, like, arena, and, and freaking the one girl walks up, she just got a freaking arrow through she neck. She's yeah. like, I don't know what's going on. And he's like, oh, frick.
0: And then fat dude comes around the corner, like, ah.
1: This movie doesn't
0: pull, like, any punches. It doesn't, oh, like, hide anything or leave anything to the imagination. Nope. It brings it. And that's what I... And again, I hate comparing this movie because it's like, I don't want this to be the only defining characteristic is that, oh, it's chocobo, but better. Because then people will be like, I'll see about that. It's a different huh. experience. And it's better. But... <laughs> and it is better. It's so much better. When someone dies in the... Is You're like, oh, there's another cannon oh, no. Blast. Okay. Whatever. Like, even if you love the 21. You have to admit, you don't care when you hear that freaking John Jammies Jammieson from t- Sector 12 or whatever got killed. You're just like Oh wow, it's narrowing down now. In this, every time someone dies you're like, oh, oh, ah. oh. Not just because it's horrifically violent because like, I think if <laughs> it was horrifically violent, it wouldn't be as impactful. No, It's the fact that the beginning of the movie is just them being like oh we're so happy and you see all of them in the bus and you it takes you back to like when you were in junior high and all the cringe and the drama and just everyone being the worst and you're just like man and them playing basketball great freaking callback because you see how together they are how hyped even the freaking girl who winds up being a Freaking psycho killer. Even her, like she's in the back, like freaky, yeah, they won, heck yeah. But I don't care. what a, don't care. And then just boom, they're into it. Okay, uh, here, here we go, we're in it. just it's don't like, right. oh, okay. Oh, it spends less time exploring the world and the characters than, and yet. It's it doesn't. Four hundred uh, times more effective.
1: Yeah, it is. They like. They does don't... the world matter really? That was the first thing that hit me. I was like, oh shoot, we're getting into this quick. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't even feel like I got to know anyone. I got to know people as they were dying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like right before they died, it's like showing something about their backstory. Yeah. It's like, What the freak? Which
0: it you're reminds me. Like, Why am I me... getting attached now? And then it's yeah. like, oh, they're dead. No, okay. It reminds me of like The Walking Dead. Which it actually annoyed me about The Walking Dead is it's like wow, this side character who's never really said that much is now getting a lot of backstory and a lot of screen time. I wonder what's going to happen to... Oh, no, not... Uh, Not random guy. James. And it's like... But in this, it's like, yeah, they are all going to die. And I feel
1: like it barely put any more emphasis on even the main characters. The main characters are obviously... Uh, what's it not nahamoto? Nah-ha.
0: I never remember any. Motomoto. Name. <laughs> Number two. I'm no. No. No, just kidding.
1: <laughs> you got him and a uh, long haired edgy boy early two mm. thousands man, and his his girl. Yeah. And then and then also the other guy who is like the the victor of the last one who they brought back. Yeah. And um so and and so they're obviously kind of the main characters, but like at the same time it doesn't really like It doesn't really make them like too much of the main character. Like, it doesn't Mm -hmm. go into the freaking their whole parents' past and everything too much. It just gives you enough. It gives you almost the same amount that everyone else has. It just follows them. Yeah, for real.
0: Like, it, 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 I feel just as attached
1: to them as I did to like the mm freaking, okay, not the fat guy, but like to like some, some of the other, like that girl that the running, the runner, yeah. She didn't even have like a ton, but like she
0: had enough that was like. About the same. That's true. She has as much backstory as anyone else in the movie. And it's yeah. it's fair, but it's also kind of unfair. Yeah. But it's like the fact that it's unfair makes it hurt so much more that you're like, ah. I because... remember exclaiming in the middle of the movie. I'm like, why do you keep showing me these people? Because they just yeah. keep dying. Like, I don't it. want to learn about them. So upset. I, I, I was like, like just f- let them die horrifically. But don't tell me.
1: me. I'm like, just kill them off. I just don't want to see this, like... What an amazing movie! But <sighs> I never wanted it to be over quicker. I was like, well, "What was the most cr- what what kill makes you cringe the most?" Spoiler alert! Oof, out of most. the whole, out of the whole show, because there's like a lot of death scenes. Which death Ooh. like makes made you
0: especially like the first time go Ooh, the most. The death where it occurred to me that crap was gonna hit the fan was at the very 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 beginning when he throws the knife yeah where he's like stop talking and he throws the freaking knife and it's like holy shoot like right the freak away because in the original Mm. it's like oh we're gonna try not to kill people but we might (laughs) (laughs) but in this it's just like nope you're dead yeah shut the freak up because you talk. i said don't move don't talk yeah oh oh no the oh frick no the one that hurt me let's see if we have the same one was it
1: I'll say it. I'll just say mine. The mine lighthouse? is when the two girls—not the lighthouse, actually. No. Really. Mine was when the two girls are like, "We can end this and we can be peaceful," and they're oh. on the thing, and then he just comes back, and she's like, "He's always had a crush on you," and then the freaking psycho David Bowie Asian guy comes behind, and he's just like, Broom. And then like he makes her freaking like while she's screaming, he puts the megaphone to her voice, and then he just freaking shoots her again. Those that that like yeah that sunk to the freaking bottom of That's my like, soul that wait, hurt me no it that wasn't was like, the lighthouse
0: one yeah that the one hurt One was way more so gory and stuff but like i, I don't like think it was the lighthouse one for The lighthouse
1: me. one was insane but like not as much to me as that one that one was like the first one i was like i don't want to watch this anymore this yeah. is terrible
0: <laughs> because the problem is everything that everyone does you're like i can honestly see myself doing that Like I can see, unfortunately, yeah, yeah. where it's like I can see myself or at least someone from my class, especially the lighthouse scene. I feel like about that because like the way they like instantly, it's like, okay, who and the glasses chick just is like, okay, who the just the fact that they're so happy and like, oh yeah, you dingus, oh marry me, and then as soon as she dies, it's It's like, like, it's chill, not Children of the Corn, um, Lord of the Flies, just immediately, which Lord Lord of the Flies, full disclosure, is one of my favorites. Really? Yeah, like I remember reading it and being like. I started I reading love this. it at one point, but I <sighs> never finished it. I love the idea of it mm. and everything of just like the idea that everyone just melts into a horrifying, murderous caveman. Just when like that pressure shows. Just
1: up. like that episode of, uh, um, The Twilight Zone. You know, the one with the town? What is it called? Yes, Monsters are on Maple Street. That one, yes. Mm -hmm. It's like that same type of principle of like everything will be fine, but then all of a sudden one thing, and there's as soon as Mm -hmm. there's suspicion that just drives Suspicion
0: and paranoia just... Boom, boom. boom. Okay, everyone's... That scene was rough, but I think the one that hurt me the most, like the one that made me go, oh gosh, like made me get tingles, feel freaking cold, was the guy at the very beginning where his beeper starts to go off, Oh yeah! Just the fact a- that, because like, if he just if his head exploded, it would be like, oh gore, heck yeah! And but they're running is, from person to person, yeah, being and- like, help me, help me! And it's like, oh my! And everyone pushing him aside. Just just the fact that moments before, pe- his best friends were like, oh you dingus, freaking you! And and then he's just like running to these people, being like, please help me, please, please! And it's like. Oh my, oh, my gosh. gosh. Like, oh, my gosh. going like, to freaking die. I, but we also, don't come near me. Uh. It felt like I was going to freaking cry. And like, he's like, please help me. And then just, like, holy shoot. Oh, my. That one hurt me. I was Looking like, insane. ah, ah. And the whole rest of the movie, I was like on the edge of my seat. Like, ah. But I think the more emotional, because that one was like a visceral, like, ah. Ah, fight or flight, fight or flight, fight or flight. Really? But the one that hurt me, like, emotionally was the one girl who's, like... Or no. Oof. The guy who the whole movie, he's got the tracker. And he's trying to find the girl that he's had the hots for since, like, third grade. Oh, that one And hurts. then he finally finds her, and she just freaking blows him away. And he's like... I- Freak, and he like confesses love, and she's like, "Why? Why didn't you say anything? Why didn't you say anything?" And it's like, "Oh man, oh." And she just gets freaking killed, and or even the in the more sad way, like I remember like every death in this movie, every single yeah, gosh dang, very memorable, one, very very, very memorable, burned everything. into your mind, yeah, and not because like, oh dude, that gore effect, yo, yeah. no, it's just, oh just horrifying just stays with you it really does and it feels so unfair and BS and everything about it is just so clinical and like okay so this guy this guy okay so now we have 32 more to go and just a flash on the screen of like uh, age this dead age this dead age yeah. this dead 24 more to go it's like it's like how much more of this do I have to see and none of them I think it's th- scarier sorry I know I'm like hijacking it's okay this. But, like, I think it's almost scarier that no one's watching. The fact that they're just, like... There's no TV. There's nothing. It's just, like, okay, how many more do we have? Uh, We got, like, 28 hours left. Uh, Five more people just died. Okay. Just the fact that they don't care and they're just, like, willing to let it happen. It's just even worse.
1: mm -hmm. Ugh. Yeah, that is terrible. Like, no one can hear them. No one can see them. No one can do anything. It's just, like, this is just some sick. It's going to happen. And, like... The music was a really good pick. All the eerie ballet renaissance music is like, yeah. oof.
0: and then Because the canons in, sorry, the Walmart were supposed to be like this foreboding. Like, oh, there's so many of them. But in this, it's like this cheery, beautiful orchestral music playing. And then him being like, all right, oh, only one guy this time. Pretty cool. Pretty cool, guys. A lot of girls. Sorry, guys. Going to have to find a different homecoming date. <laughs> and just him being so... emotional Emotional, just like yeah and anytime that classical music showed up you're just like uh, just get chills uh, it's it's so eerie Mm. and like
1: I really like the old style film technique I mentioned something about it but I had to stifle my comment during the movie but like they bring back all the old film techniques of like like displaying text over a black screen just like to like to, like, reference back to things that the characters have said. And there's, like, a few specific lines that they, like, they want you to, to ring in your brain so much they display it on the screen mm-hmm. again. And I love how they did that, actually. It was really cool. It's kind of a Japanese-style thing and also, like, an old yeah old film-style thing. And so, like, those two together makes it really nice. And usually, like, it accompanies the music. And it's so it's in between everything. And they, like, play that as,
0: like, kind of like, a here's how many are left alive. And yeah. I can see why, like, someone would like that. For me, I honestly thought it was like just a little like too much for me and I'm Really? Like, eh, it's I not like it. like it was consistent, but I just it kind makes of sense disagreed. culturally.
1: Like there's a lot of that stuff in mm-hmm. Japanese yeah. movies. It's just a choice like, that I disagreed with. <laughs> but it was a consistent choice. The thing I don't like though is it gave me so many flashbacks to Hausu, like surprisingly. I don't know why, but like I just felt the same some of the same
0: feelings like even the same it wasn't... visceral reaction of like, What has happened? What is going what is going on? But in it's a completely that, different but way. like
1: also the same aesthetic of like Japanese
0: yeah. young like girls and stuff like that. Oh yeah. And like the freaking it's just so Which for a movie about Japanese schoolgirls made in, you know, Japan, which is like probably one of the horniest continents just ever. I don't Got think em. anyone disagrees. Like, let's be real. I think even if if a Japanese person watched this, I think they'd be like, <laughs> Yeah, we'd be pretty horny, yeah. so though. <laughs> But, like, (laughs) it is, it's very not, it's very, like, void of that. Like, the characters have sexual tension, like that girl who's, like, a freaking virgin and dies a freaking virgin and is, like, Uh, like, dies in the arms of the person that she's been simping for for so long and just, like, yeah, you don't like me, that's all right. I'll just die a virgin, it's okay. And it's, like, uh. <laughs> it's so upsetting. Yeah. But what occurred to me on this watch, you were saying, Oh, I'm not sure if I can show, like, talk about this to my teacher because I don't know if it's, like, as cultural. Like, sure, like, there are things here and there, but it could be an American movie. I disagree. I feel like this movie is incredibly influenced by Japanese After
1: culture. I'm, after thinking about it I feel like the movie is kind of like addressing like addressing Japanese culture a little bit and like the like the whole the whole like some of the parents I feel like the parents were the most interesting part of that movie mm-hmm. to me like when it shows like like her mom the the cycle girl's mom and how she's just like like Please don't end up like me and freaking creepy stepdad yeah. or uncle, whatever. No, that was guy. just
0: a dude, just some guy. That's why she had the money, is she literally was prostituting her person, her daughter. Oh, for that was what that was. Mm-hmm. That's why she was just Crap faced drunk, is because she was just like, yeah. no freaking care any money, anymore. and it's like, gosh, that's worse. <laughs> gosh, dang it, that's worse.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, that so, was thats that's terrible. Yeah, so between that and the suicide of the main guy's dad. And like, like, and then they go back to it before that when he's eating at the restaurant. And like, if you know a little bit about Japanese culture, like being unemployed is like the equivalent of like death. Like it's so, and like lots of things about it, you know, and I'm learning Mm -hmm. still about Japanese culture from studying the Korean stuff. I'm learning a little bit about the comparisons and it's really harsh over in in Japan, like Mm -hmm. on a lot of those things. And so it's interesting, like them addressing some of that and like just how like, like, their lives are messed up and they don't have respect for authority or whatever. They're mm-hmm. just angsty teens. But at the same time, their parents, like, are they're kind slaves. of a reflection of yeah. that. And they're slaves to what they've chosen. and Like, the slave to the authority, really. And to the authority, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, where it's just like, there's so, many, there's so many messages from this movie that are, like, underneath yeah. the surface of, like, children kill each other. Yeah. It <laughs> says know? so much more without even,
0: no. like... It outright it,
1: saying it. It doesn't explore any specific one but it just gives you a lot to sit with mentally which uh, I like.
0: I, you know watching it this time through I got a lot of I got a lot of things about Hiroshima weirdly enough. Like it's it's a weird thing really? to point out but like so you have this teacher who's just walking the halls and then a kid just comes up and stabs him and then runs away like oh dude I freed, pranked him and it's like you just freaking stabbed him! What the? Oh, frick? I forgot about that. Yeah, which what a person like, goes over and watches. Simple way to show like, w- like yeah, youth now in society is kind of screwed up. I'm not going to deny that. Okay, if we get to the point where like stabbing someone in the hallway is just like a regular occurrence, it's like yeah. Nah. But what I loved even more the idea that the older generation is like, you know why this younger generation is just the worst it's because they haven't felt what we felt they haven't gotten that moment where everything changes where it just becomes hell and they have no clue why and they all they have to do is just survive because freaking we had a we had a bomb dropped on us out of nowhere cities decimated like what yeah, did these did, kids yeah. have? And yeah. so that's why it kind of just drops you in is because it's just like, yep, this horrifying thing is happening and it's happening right now. Why? Uh, who knows? But it's happening and you have to deal with it. Just that idea is just so horrifying. And this quote of like, what is it? Hold on. That's true. I didn't even think about that, but it's it makes
1: sense. Yeah. It's and very what subtextual. So they do the kids. It's like, oh, there's all this and your life is all normal. Fun field trip. And then
0: boom. boom. Like when Your life is a nightmare hell. We talked about the lighthouse. Oh my gosh. It, it, uh, the girl who puts the poison in mm-hmm. has one line at the very end, like her last line where she says, I forgot how much I liked all of them. Uh-huh. And uh, that's horrifying enough. But then yeah. him going up and... Okay, going back, sorry. We're, our brains are bags of cats. The girl is nursing him back to health and is like, you know, I I think you'd get it, you know, with me, like, bandaging your wounds and stuff. And he's like, what? And she's like, ah, never mind. And, like, walks away. And then afterwards, when all of them are dead, and he doesn't know why, and then she freaking kills herself, he's like, I don't understand any of it. It's like, <laughs> that's, yeah. that's kind of the same vibe as, like, a Hiroshima thing. That's interesting. It's horrifying. It's really interesting. Which we were talking about Hitchcock and uh, tension. Yeah. The freaking lighthouse scene. Because you know how that that scene could have gone. It could have (laughs) just gone her eating the soup and then and then they start killing each other and then at the end the girl is like I put poison because I wanted to poison you but oh no what was me and then kills herself. But instead the bomb is planted. It's there and the whole time our eyes are on it. We're like. Oh, the girl got it. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. And then the tension just gets stronger and stronger until crap just hits the fan. And it just goes batshit crazy. Oh, my gosh. Oh, frick. That scene felt the most Tarantino out of everything. Really? Mm-hmm. But I don't think... It's a think... good one. I, I, I just... That one scene still just is the worst for me. Uh,
1: just the one amazing the two
0: girls. Oh, gosh, yeah.
1: I just... I, there was something about the way he was, like, shooting them. And then the way he, like... Just, like, did that after just
0: to, like, flex. It was like, oh, that just hurt me. It's like... Okay, I'm going to mention this, but... So, The Long Walk is a book by Stephen King. If you haven't read it, it's short and it will F you up. Holy shoot. If you thought... (laughs) hurt, If you thought even Battle Royale hurt, this hurts more. Jeez Louise. But The Long Walk is basically a story about a bunch of teens who... it's, It's very much like... Battle Royale, where these kids they to kill each other. Except they sign up. So what are we, they sign up for of, it?
1: Some kind of Battle Royale. Yeah, just the
0: but they sign up for it because the prize is like they don't even say the prize, but it's like astronomical. It's basically you don't need to work a day in your life. Your children don't need to work a day in your life. Your children's children don't. Like it's just so much stupid amount of money if you win. Okay. But the competition is just you walk. You don't run. It's not a race. You don't go anywhere. It's just, okay, the track is set out around the entire United States, and 100 kids just walk. If they go below a certain mile an hour, they get a warning. If they get three warnings, they get shot. They get water, you know, they get food or whatever. Pissing and pooping, they got to just kind of do it on the go or just take two warnings because warnings refresh after like an hour, whatever. It's an absolutely screwed up book. Exactly what you think happens, happens. Like, obviously, there's one victor, 99 losers. But there's a part in it that screws me up so badly, even just thinking about it. At one point in time, there's like 10 left. And one kid just turns and is like... He runs over to one of the guys with guns and he knocks him out and he grabs it. And they're in a place where they can actually escape. And he's like... He's like, guys, come on. Everyone attack someone. Guys, come on. And everyone just kind of looks at him and is just like still walking. And he's like, guys, please. And then they just shoot the kid and everyone keeps walking. It's horrifying. And just the idea of like, dude, this is just our lives now. We have to do it. We we want to have this heroic humanity, but we can't. We can't. We're, look at the situation we're in. That's the scene of the two people with the megaphone. And it, oh my gosh. Because I would want to do Let's that. do something about yeah. it. And they probably could, like, like the hacker man and his whole side plot with the barrel and the... like. Yeah, it wouldn't have ended the way
1: it, it, it ended if
0: that hadn't happened. It t- they totally could have freaking stormed the Capitol and freaking killed everyone, blown them away. And it would be fine. But, like, they can't because it's just, everyone's just like, no, it's Battle Royale. We have to. We have to. It's, it's horrible. Battle Royale. It's horrible. But game, over. game over. I love that. Play. You say that like four times. Game yeah, over. This movie effed me up when I first watched it. It pulls no punches. And nope. gosh dang, it, does it hurt. The head explosion. Oof. Okay, because the thing is, this movie isn't just like a blood and gore circle jerk. And that's why it's good. Because the, the no, blood... Not, that's not the main point. Of no. It. there There is more blood in Pulp Fiction. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. There's a lot of blood in Pulp and Fiction. And gore and horrifying stuff. But, like, good it doesn't... Oh, yeah. I love that movie, oh, yeah. guys. It. it doesn't go that way. 9 out of 10.
1: <laughs> we haven't talked about it, but I give it a 9 out of 10. Yeah, Sorry, go ahead.
0: But the fact that, like, the thing... the The chokers or whatever, they, you know, basically shoot you and that would be so easy to be like oh dude blow a head off and they could have blown the head off in the first it's just been like Pfft. yeah yeah but the thing is is that i feel like the director knows that our dumbass caveman brains anytime a head explodes the instant reaction is Whoa! <laughs> yeah. like it's just immediate caveman like oh like it just gets your adrenaline oh pump and you're like, like no matter who the character was you're like oh and they save that till the very end with the freaking villain it's almost worse that they it's just like <laughs> it's, it's like it's, so much worse it's like they don't give you that
1: satisfaction of having the head just be gone Instead, yeah. it's just like it's not like oh look Ugh. at this cool
0: gore effect it's like they're dead and it's like ah oh, oh i don't like that like, because the gore... That's a smart decision. It's, like, mm, mm, mm. Yeah. it's the anticipation of pain Did that makes that, yeah. pain yeah. mean something.
1: Uh, the kind yeah. of special effects that make you, like, imagine yourself in their situation, like, right in that moment, and it just yeah. hurts you, and you're like...
0: <laughs> Ugh. That's why Quentin Tarantino, his gore is always, when he wants it to be shocking and, like, horrifying... He keeps it more minimal than the rest, but if he wants it to be funny, it's just insane over the top. <laughs> yeah. Like freaking spoiler alert for Pulp Fiction, blowing the dude's head off in the car. It's just like, out of nowhere. Just like, boom. And it was so unexpected. Oh like, my god. What do you think about that? It's Like, well, you gotta have an opinion. You think God just freaking came down and <laughs> and then just. <laughs> <laughs> And it's so hilarious. <laughs> but in this, it's not funny. None of the gore is funny.
1: No, it's just like, <gasps> huh, uh, but it's a good. Watch sh- what should it's we it's give good.
0: it? Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll give my rated first. Uh, it's, You know, I was thinking eight when I watched it, but upon rewatch, I'm actually thinking a nine. I think I can honestly, earnestly give this a nine out of ten. What about you? I'm
1: going to give it an eight as well. As well. I it's it like nine, like the other movie. Oh okay. That's what I mean, as, as well. I'm referring to the last.
0: I just... Sorry. I just <laughs> think it's funny. I'm going <laughs> to give it a nine. I'm going to give it an eight as well. <laughs> I just... Sorry. I think it's funny how the movie I had to watch, you liked more, and the movie you had to watch, I, I liked Yeah, more. what the frick? I, I know. don't know,
1: but like... I just, like, I'm not going to say I didn't like it. Like, oh, it's a, yeah. it's incredible. But you're I, also going to say you didn't. didn't like it. because I also didn't like it. Holy shoot. I was also like, frick, man. Shoot, I don't like it. <laughs> I, like, wanted to show it to someone, but I'm trying to think of who the frick I show it to. And it'd probably be you, but you showed it to me. So
0: now I'm like, frick. It's like, who do I want to just emotionally destroy? But if today? you want to be emotionally destroyed, please watch this video. Send us a comment. Yeah. I want to have a and a section. I really do. Okay. Right. But y'all homies... Need to give us some questions, mm. so freaking actually put some questions in the comment below. Yeah, it could be anything. For the time being, since our fan base is so small, we will read every comment. You already know. Will we answer every comment?
1: Yeah, probably.
0: probably unless it's something horrific or terrible. Yeah. But please, probably still will. Let us know in the comments below. Freaking jump right into Heck it, man. Yeah. Um, so for next episode. Here's our recommendation. It's going to be another trio. Trio. Three movies. With two dudes. Crayon. Nope. With
1: three dudes. Three dudes. Three dudes. Crayon is dude? joining
0: us, dog. Okay. Uh, you did not tell I me. I only bring if out. you told the, me this, I did yeah. not remember. Trilogies only happen when we have when we, a third guest. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. That's I like that. Three movies. Yeah. Three guys. Three movies. Three guys. And this time? Kissing. Kissin'. Yeah. That's every time. Don't, oh, that's shoot. not funny because it. it's like just kind of yeah. set in stone. Yeah, but yeah. Sorry. This time it's the Cornetto trilogy. If you don't know what that is, it's three movies directed by Edgar Wright and starring Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. I love these movies. He I types. like them a lot. Hot Fuzz, Shaun of the Dead, and The World's End. Watch them in any order. They're not really connected. Yes, Only sir. W- whatever. Good time. Watch them before yes, the next sir. episode. We will. We will as well. That makes me so yeah. excited. I'm so excited. I wonder
1: what's inside. I'm so excited. These I wonder movies. what's
0: inside. Yeah. Is it? I don't know. I feel like there should be a funny gag, but I don't really.